Before we get started here from the Hawkeye of the Storm, Iowa women's basketball post-game coverage here live on YouTube and, of course, podcasted uh, on your favorite podcast platforms. I want to thank Brad Van Meter and his team down at State Farm in Des Moines. Rates have never been this low with auto insurance. That's a direct quote from Brad himself. Give him a call and see how he can help you and your family save an extra dollar on auto insurance, renter's insurance, business life insurance, and more. They've been in business since 1999, as long as Kirk Ferentz has been at Iowa. How about that? Visit Brad online, www.bradvanmeter.com. State Farm, the official insurance company of Caitlin Clark and Hawkeye fans across the state of Iowa. Give Brad Van Meter a call, 515-256-6480. Also want to thank our sponsor, Iowa Smokehouse. They've been with us through football season. They're with us for men's basketball season. They're with us through women's basketball season. It's a great company, folks, and they care about great products, quality products, whether we're talking about their meat sticks. I had some of their uh, barbecue sauce over the weekend, their sweet honey barbecue sauce, and I need to get some more of their salsa. They've got so many great products and uh, some jalapeno flavors, some cheesy flavors. Check out the variety, folks. Visit iowasmokehouse.com. Tasting is believing with Iowa Smokehouse and use the code Hawkeyes for 15% off your order from our friends down at Iowa Smokehouse. So the Iowa Hawkeye women with a really impressive game tonight. And uh, I know some people on the outside that don't follow the sport avidly might look at the score and say, yeah, they're beating a a G5 team or a a mid-major team by 40. Big deal. But people who understand the sport and understand um, anything about this Florida Gulf Coast program, this is a good team that they beat today. Uh, I tweeted out at halftime, Iowa was up, up 40 points at halftime, just about. Keep in mind, this Florida Gulf Coast team, see they won yesterday, beat Delaware. This is a team that had four losses all year last year, one conference loss in the ASUN, won the conference regular season, won the regular or the uh, conference tournament, then went to the NCAA tournament, knocked off number five, uh, five-seed Washington State advanced to the second round where they lost to a four-seed. This is a good program. All right, and they lost some from last year. They had, I know they have at least one player on the preseason ballot. They were picked to win the conference as well. Again, this year, unanimous pick both by the media and the coaches. And Iowa absolutely throttled them tonight. And uh, I know a lot of people probably who are joining us here did not get to watch the game, unlike yesterday when the game was actually broadcast by Flow Hoops on their free YouTube channel. Not the case today. So that was their little, I don't want to call it bait and switch, because that's not what it is, right? Just kind of give everybody a taste, and you get that appetite for watching basketball on a Saturday evening, and then they pull it away from you. So it's $30 a month. And so basically, Iowa fans who only care about the Iowa women this week, they play $30 for a couple of games, and you call it a day. Um, I did that. I uh, did my best to find a a free trial somewhere. I do not believe there's a free trial of Flow Hoops. So uh, you might have to bite the bullet if you didn't get the game tonight. If you want to watch this rematch tomorrow, because it's Iowa and Kansas State tomorrow night, if you want to watch that rematch, got to get Flow Hoops. And Flow Hoops is pretty sneaky. I think it's a ripoff, frankly. And and I state my mind. I'm objective on this show. Flow Hoops is not a sponsor of this show. I think it's a total ripoff. $30. And by the way, $30 plus tax. So it ended up being, I think, 32 something per month. You compare that to like BTN Plus. If you're just paying for your school, you only pay $9.99 a month. 
and the broadcast quality is very similar. The announcers are, you know, okay. They're okay. They're not great. Uh, my guess is they're not making a whole lot more than what the BTN Plus crew is making. If they're making anything, I don't know what the arrangement there is. But I digress. It was still really nice to see Iowa win this game and win this game comfortably, authoritatively. We saw people like Taylor McCabe really get it going. Man, I'm impressed with Sydney Falter. we got a lot to get to on this show, and I can't go all night. I want to catch the last part of that Iowa State football game. Snowball, as uh, Hawkeye Howard reached out to me during that game, said, did you see the snowball down in Manhattan between the Cyclones and the Wildcats? Close game, one-score game right now at halftime down in Manhattan between the six and five Cyclones and the eight and three Kansas State Wildcats. But we're here to talk about Iowa women's basketball. Again, we have our sponsors to thank for it. Also, RTI Threads. I'm once again wearing the Cooper Lejeune apparel. Check out the wide selection of a young man who's uh, dealing with a, a serious uh, leg injury and recovering from that leg injury. Uh, check out his uh, line, his merch line at cd3lacesup.com. You can also check the lines of uh, Aaron Graves, Carson Shire, Aiden Hall, Zach Lutmer, rtithreads.com this rti threads company folks they are evolutionizing iowa nil like along with what the swarm is doing from an individual standpoint they're doing so much with iowa athletes and more to come and they're partnering with some young talent i mean like these are some of the best prospects talk about guys like aaron graves and zach lutmer like these kids there's people who have talked about Zach Lutmer maybe being the next Cooper DeGene. Obviously, really big shoes to fill, but the kid's got speed. Aiden Hall's a kid who was wanted by some military academies, was wanted by Minnesota. Small-town kid out of Harlan. Harlan's got some great Iowa, uh, great football roots, I should say. Anyways, check it out, rtithreads.com, and support these young athletes who are the future of Iowa football. All right, before we get to um, some of my comments, let's kind of do things differently this evening. We're going to get to uh, the chat, and I see a few comments in the chat already. If you want to ensure your comment gets on the screen and we talk about your comment, I should say. We're going to try to get through most of the comments this evening. Uh, Super Chat is one way you can donate, and uh, as little as $1.99 to throw up your your comment. We'll, we'll address it live on the air here. But we do have a call in line, thanks to Iowa Smokehouse. Let's go to our first caller of the day. By the way, the number is 515-635-1601, 515-635-1601, or you can click the link in the description below. But let's go to our first Iowa Smokehouse caller. James is on hold, as always. James, thank you for being faithful to the show. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? First off, I have I have a lot of interest in the Iowa, I, Iowa State game as well, too, because one of the kids on Kansas State, I happen to coach in basketball, so okay. it Very I'm nice. going for Kansas State, obviously, but that's just because I know him personally. But yeah, well, you anyway. you also got a former Hawkeye on that that team. Yeah, I I mean, know, Keegan, yeah. Keegan. he got catch too. At least okay. one that I seen. I don't know, but first off, you, like you said, Taylor McCabe, I think is probably the Taylor and Gabby hitting threes is a big story, obviously. But Taylor McCabe hitting six threes, I think, is something you didn't expect. Like you know, she can shoot, but. Obviously, six threes is something that's always going to help you win games. I mean, you won by a lot, anyways. But I'm saying, like, if she even hits like three or four, that will help you big time. Yeah, she's great. either hitting. She, listen, she's either hitting threes and scoring points, or she's not. Like, yeah, there is no in between for her. And you know, her her basically her only points are going to come from behind the arc. Today, she was Gabby was a four of five from three. She really doesn't take twos, and she doesn't draw fouls. And uh, she's going to give you something defensively, but 
you know, today just one steal, one assist, one rebound, and a turnover. But those, you're right, those four threes, if she can knock down three, four threes a game, uh, this team's got a chance to to be great. I mean, this was a great performance. I don't know how good Florida Gulf Coast realistically is. Are they as good as last year? You know, maybe not. Um, but again, they're preseason picks to win the A-Sun once again. And, you know, again, I go back to what I saw from Sydney Falter. I just, I, I, are you as impressed with her as I am, James? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like the one thing I'm kind of surprised about, and I'm going to be honest with you, is that I thought, and maybe this is just me, I thought with Hannah, I, I would have started her over Molly. And I know maybe that sounds crazy, but I feel like she's rebounded better. And I feel like Molly probably comes off the bench a little better, if that makes sense. Like, I would have played, started her over Molly just for that know, yeah. reason. Yeah, maybe. maybe Molly was really good tonight as well. I mean, it's... She had, uh, yeah, I will say that the one negative with Sydney and with Molly is they each had, well, let's see, Sydney had three turnovers, Molly had four. But like if they're playing this up tempo and this efficiently from the field, you can live with turnovers. Like tonight yeah. they had, you I shot, mean, they, they shot 60% from three. Like, like you're not going to get games to where you shoot 60% from three like that. Like, yeah, 61% from the field, 61% from three, had 24 turnovers. So you want to cut those turnovers down, right? I mean, that's obvious. Especially but- when you play better teams. Like, obviously, tomorrow you can't – you definitely do that. You're going to get blown out the gym. So it kind of makes it more – I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know about that comment, James. I don't know. I think if, I they, mean, I- if they shoot 61% from three tomorrow, they're not going to get blown out of the gym with 20 turnovers. This is just how they play. Yeah. Like, at some point and, – and here's the other thing. Talk about rebounding, 43 to 20. Um, you know, Florida Gulf Coast, uh, I don't look at that team. I and mean, look up the roster. Um, they've got some size. Some of their reserves are, you know, brought in some length. But in general, I was, I didn't expect Iowa to be able to dominate as much as they did in the glass. Had 30 out-rebounded them defensively, 32 to 12. Part of that is that Iowa didn't miss shots. I mean, that's part of the problem. And Florida Gulf Coast shot 33% from the field, 23% from three. So uh, 25 assists to six. Yeah. I do mean, you know? Incredible. Do you know how long Stokey, did she say anything about Stokey's like, timeline? Did you know if Bluter said anything about it or not? I, I have not heard anything. I, I didn't hear from Bluter following the game. And um, no, I just know it sounded like on the broadcast that it is an ankle. She was not dressed today. And my guess is just she probably will not play tomorrow. Yeah, um, and that's going to be a big loss in a game like that, for well, sure. But. She struggled last time against Kansas State, so you know she wants to get back out there. But I'll tell you who needs to really play well. It's going to be a lot of pressure on Sharon Goodman. I thought Goodman was really good tonight, maybe her best performance of the year. Um, and I say that, and you say, well, how could you say that? She only had eight points, five boards. But sometimes it's not all about, as a coach, I know it's not all about points. Sometimes it's all about yep. effort. Sometimes you're giving and just doing the little things efficiency she was perfect from the free throw line perfect from the field three of three had five boards just one turnover eight points added a block and assist i just thought she was under played under control played within herself and didn't play like there was a lot of pressure on her without stulky and with goodman in the game like yeah you, you might think there's a little bit more pressure on iowa's bigs true bigs to perform but not the case and i you know I thought um, O'Grady was okay. I, I still just I, I don't know what's going on with her. I feel like she's just maybe got a confidence issue right now. Um, she was you know four points, two or three shooting, but um, right now it's clear Sharon Goodman is the better of the centers. Yeah, I'm and I, I about that right now. I definitely can agree with you on that. 
And obviously, the one good thing too about this game, and like we said yesterday, I don't know if they pulled. Did they pull the starters better this time than they did last yesterday? Or no, no. All right, no. Nope. Well, nope. They're forty-two points. Let me tell you something. They were up forty. Well, they were up forty-seven. I don't know when that forty-seven point lead came, but I believe that was in the third quarter. And let me just see here. Um, yeah, so 40, 47 point lead. I tweeted out toward the end of the. Yeah, third I seen. Quarter. I seen that tweet. You said they need to get Kevin Clark out now. Kevin Clark should not play another second in the game. Well, she wasn't in the game. I don't believe when I tweeted that. Did she come back in though? In there, and then they they put him back in. They put him back in in the fourth quarter. But they, I, I understand, but you don't need them when you're up forty seven. You should not need them against a team like that if you're up forty seven. Well, what do you mean you understand? What? No, I'm saying I understand that you should not need them. Is what I mean. Like, I understand your point of like. Understand your point of like. I I just I yeah, I uh, would love to hear, and I understand that Lisa has defended it, and her line of reasoning has made no sense to me. Someone just please, I, I'm begging someone to call in and explain to me why the starters have to play it all in the fourth quarter. Why are they required? Yeah. Like they started the fourth quarter. And I don't remember if they were in to start the fourth quarter, but we were, li- I mean, you literally saw Jada Jimphy out there and, you know. It's also, my bad, sorry. It's also, no, like you said, too, the fact is you play tomorrow against a Kansas State team who already right. beat you earlier. Don't you think you'd want to get those people even more? Like they played already. Don't you think you want to give them even more rest, you know, to be more rested and more ready to go? Well, there, why didn't Hannah Stolke play tonight? Probably to get rest and to be. No, no, no. No, why oh. didn't Hannah Stolke play tonight? I mean, she was in, oh, she was injured because she was in last night when she, she shouldn't have been injured in the fourth quarter of a game where they were up forty last night. I get what you're saying. How, how do you def- I just don't know how you defend that. I don't. I don't know defend, how you defend that. I don't defend that because I feel like no, I'm not. Already got I know you, you don't. Yeah, that already got you one star. One of your star players injured. Who knows if it's two? And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if Caitlin Clark like tore ACL or something, being in a game where she shouldn't be in. That's on Bluter. Like, you know, I, know. What I mean, and you don't ever want to think about it that way, but you also know you can avoid it by not putting him in in a 47 point game. Again, um, you know, I have nothing but good things to say about the game tonight. Yeah. I continue to remain frustrated with that. Yeah. And, and obviously, but last night, and I just don't want to see it bite them in the butt. And I understand this idea. Well, there's risk in everything we do. I just think that's a little bit faulty in reasoning, but. This is what they want to do. They obviously have a rotation in place, and they don't change it based on lead. So, I mean, there's a there's a risk in everything you do, right? But why make the risk greater? Correct. That's that's what they're saying. But I, everybody's gonna say you're nitpicking, so you might want to stop talking about that because you know how they are in here. But who's saying I'm nitpicking? I said, every, you know, some people in the comments will say you're nitpicking just because oh, oh, we won oh. by forty something. You're nitpicking. Well, that's but, yeah, but that's why it's so frustrating yeah. because you're up, they're yeah. up forty. They played unbelievably great and uh, great. Sure. I mean, they were so efficient from the from the field, and I think what's most impressive about this performance is they scored so many points. Were so efficient one day after, you know, a game where they scored about a hundred yesterday. So yeah, like this. But team, I feel like yesterday was a little different in retrospect. Of they struggled early a little bit. You know, it kind of was like a back and forth early. This game really wasn't back and forth. Early. It was just a no. beat down right off the bat. You know what I mean? I think that maybe it was a little bit better to see. You know, they didn't really back and forth, back and forth. They just like it was just a beat down early in the game. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, obviously. And if I'm glad to see Gabby get going, cause I think that's big, you know, she struggled in some games here and there, but as you said, 
her and Kay are kind of streaky shooters, you know, so they get going for a couple games here and then they'll, you know, they'll go over in the next like two games, you know, that's how they've been in their Iowa career. So especially Gabby. Keep in mind that um, Iowa was up 42 to 10 about 14 minutes in the game. Yeah. 42 to 10. Yes, that's a beat down for sure. But well, frankly, I wouldn't be surprised. And this is I I would attribute this to uh, to good coaching. Um, Frankly, I I think uh, it was probably a point of emphasis after yesterday. If you're going to nitpick at anything from from uh, Friday, it would be, hey, we kind of got off to a slow start. We let um, Fort Worth kind of Fort Worth, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne, yeah. Fort Wayne kind of hang around for too long. And it appeared like that was a, a place of emphasis today. And boy, they executed the plan if that was the case. For sure. And uh, I know this is a women's basketball show, but what's your thoughts on us playing Michigan? Since we what know you, who it is. What, what do you think my thoughts are, James? I, I know what your thoughts are, but um, yeah, obviously you don't like what, Michigan. I know, but I'll tell you what, I, I can't stand Michigan. I, I just, I can't stand them. And I don't mean the people of Michigan. I'm just, I'm Michigan. I, I want everything in me, with everything in me, I want this team to shock everybody. Like, anybody who wants to question my fandom and, oh, you want to see Brian Ferentz fail, I want to see them win by 50 next Saturday. Now, do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. But I'm so tired. I had somebody from Michigan text me this afternoon. Ah, your guys are going to get cream next week. I'm like, you're a Michigan State fan. Why are you ripping me? You know, your team oh, yeah. is- Hiring a new coach. Uh, anyway, oh, so yeah. What do you think about that? Do you have any thoughts on that? What the new coach for Michigan? Yeah. State? I mean, I don't know. Obviously, Oregon State's been really good the last couple of years, and Oregon State doesn't have a conference moving forward. Yeah, I know that's the reason you left. That was my thought. Was he was in the league because they have a conference, but I just didn't know if you had any thoughts on like that hire from them. I don't know. I don't know enough about him other than that he's been successful at Oregon State, and um, you know, Pac-12 has turned into maybe the best offensive conference. It had been the Big Twelve for quite some time, but Pac-12 teams have been scoring a lot of points, and Oregon State's been pretty darn good. So, um, yeah, um, you know, it's uh, we thought Mel Tucker was a great hire out of the Pac-12, and then that kind of came back to Burnham. And um, you just never know. Some of these things are, yeah. you know, Nebraska's thought they've had their guy for a couple times now, and it hasn't worked out. So, well, uh, that's just Nebraska fans being delusional, but you know that's what they usually are. So, <laughs> Angela you know, says, uh, "Congrats to Blue Win 500 tonight." Did I miss that? Was it 500? Yeah. Yeah, it would be a 500 because she was, what, two away coming okay. into this. So, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you don't hear. Maybe, maybe they brought it up, but that's what you don't no, probably not broadcast. Because it's hoop. not as much of like a – it's just a term of day. I'm glad I didn't pay $30. Obviously, I would have loved to watch the win, but I'm not paying $30 for two games that they got the last one last night for free, and I just don't see no need in it. But happy to see the win, and obviously, hopefully we can get one tomorrow against Kansas State, who's had our number of the last – two days and hopefully Kansas State has Iowa State's number tonight as much as I I don't know I just don't want to see Iowa State win this game for some reason but anyways it was fun and hopefully we can beat Michigan on Saturday I know it's a long shot but you always got to have hope a little bit hey James are you going to be around this next week yeah I'm going to be doing live shows out the wazoo well okay I won't be around this next I won't be around I, we have games Tuesday Thursday Friday I don't know what you want me to do. I got a job to do what, qu- quit your job quit uh, your job Nah, I need Why money though. Not? I gotta pay bills. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but you know me, I always catch up on them though. Okay. All right. Make it up to me. 
I will. But uh, I'll talk to you later, and good to see the win, and hopefully we can keep going. Do you know what do we have this week going on, like, for basketball games? Other than tomorrow. Other than tomorrow. Yeah, the men play North Florida. Is that game on Wednesday? I believe the men play North Florida Wednesday. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't think the women are back out there. I've got the schedule up. The women don't play again until December 2nd, which would be Saturday. That'd be Saturday, yeah. So they play tomorrow, and then they have about five, six days off, and they play Saturday. The men play once in there. So I'm, I'm perfectly fine with a quiet week. because Who do they play on Saturday, the women? They play Bowling Green. Oh, yeah, that should be an easy win. But. Yep. And that will be a FS1 game. It's amazing. From here on out, basically all these games. Well, it, it has plus. something to do with number 22 as well. I mean, that kind of yeah, helps you a little bit. But yeah, uh, Kansas and, State is and, driving and just so you know. Game after that on Wednesday, the t- December 6th, is the game here names. So, you see, so I, don't, I don't have nothing going on on Wednesday nights, so I should be able to catch all the shows on Wednesday nights if you have Wednesday nights going. But anyways, I'm saying Kansas State's driving right now. So if they score, it'll make it a two, uh, two-possession game. So kind of hard to see what yard line they're on with all this snow so i can't really tell you where they're at in the field but <laughs> and uh, zj in the chat says i believe iowa radio said hannah was day-to-day so maybe she does play tomorrow and maybe today was precautionary but this was a i mean heading into this game i'm, I'm sure lisa bluter jan jensen and company had a lot of respect for this florida gulf coast team and believed that they were the real deal so um my guess is hannah is dealing with you know some pain and uh if they can get that ankle wrapped and uh you know, I'm sure she'll have a brace on tomorrow if she does play, but they need her healthy uh, for the stretch run. If they can get through tomorrow without her, then she's going to have a little bit of a break. Uh, probably can rest her until the Cyhawk game, which is yeah. a week and a half. So. Yeah, and I don't think you would need her against Bowling Green. So if you're risking anything, I think you just rest her and play her for Iowa State, like you said. And obviously, you know, the men got a tough stretch coming up with Purdue and Iowa State and all that, too. So hopefully we can see things go. And I'll talk to you later. I'll let you get to the other callers and uh, – Go Hawks tomorrow for sure. It'd be good to get one. I don't want to be 0 3 against Kansas State in two years. Sounds good, James. Appreciate yep. you being here. Yep. Oh, I got you before you sat down, Tony. I'm going to kick you back out. I just wanted to, to do that. Oh, that's fine. You can't even hear me. I'm going oh, to bring you right back in, Tony. Oh, whatever. Whatever you got to do. You're, what do you need? You're going to you're gonna be put back into the. You're going to be back, put back in a timeout real quick. We'll bring okay. you out when when you're ready to 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 behave so okay we'll, we'll sure. back right. <laughs> i love messing with our some of our regular callers tony's a great guy he understands uh the fake mvp i mean i'm sorry the real mvp sorry the real mvp so they didn't watch this game but it didn't look like much of a game well boy it was not and i did not expect this as i said earlier to our first caller james iowa was up 40 to 22 to start this one 40 to 20 and as Lisa says in the chat, can't wait for a Kansas State rematch. Iowa was not shooting well when they played Kansas State last. Now they are ready to go. And I think part of that, Lisa, I agree with you. Part of it, though, was that you know Kansas State plays Iowa really well. They seem to understand how to give Iowa problems in the interior. But I agree with you. I think uh, we're not going to see an Iowa team score, what, 58 against Kansas State this time around. I have a sneaking suspicion Iowa may dominate tomorrow. Is that overconfidence? Let's go back to our uh, Iowa Smokehouse call online. Tony! Tony is out of his timeout. Hey. Um, <laughs> to answer uh, James' question, I don't know if you did. They did mention it was her um, 500th win. 
They did on Flip. Oh, they did say it. Okay. Yeah. I, I tuned so, it out when th- that broadcast crew, <laughs> not much better than the BTN Plus broadcast crews. Can we no. can we agree on that? We, we can agree on that. Like I so wanted to call Gary Close and say, hey, can we get a quick flight down to Florida? We can cover that. We can do this game tomorrow night because I can't deal with it. But you would have needed to get Jess too. Yeah, Gary, myself, and Jess. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I, uh, in celebration, I have the champagne of beers. We're popping champagne because of win five hundred. I'll tell you what, uh, Miller High Life, not Miller Light, right? Miller yeah, High Miller Life. Miller High Life, yes, yes. And that is exactly, I, that's all the beer I saw growing up. Uh, well, whenever I was with my grandfather, that's all he had mm-hmm. was Miller High Life. Not Miller Light, Miller High Life. So Have I, you been I'm, to the I'm, High Life Lounge in Des Moines? Have you been to that High Life uh, Lounge? Know what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a Miller High Life. There, there used to be when I lived there, the Miller High Life Lounge. Maybe it closed. It was by El Bates Shop and by where the Iowa Cubs play. But anyways, okay. I, moving on. Uh, which uh, Before you move oh. on, I want to make very clear, Darrell MVP brings this up in the chat. He's absolutely right. Florida Gulf Coast, this team that lost to Iowa tonight by 40, this team beat Kentucky by double figures here. Let's see, when, when was that? Like a week ago? Beat him by double figures. Can't do the transitive property always. I get that. But beat him by double figures just a week ago. That's uh, it's impressive. That Again, I, I stand by it. This team is a good team, and this team will probably be an NCAA tournament team again. The Florida Gulf Coast you're speaking of. Florida Gulf Coast, absolutely. You know, uh, the Their opponent, Iowa, will definitely be uh they lost to usc at usc by only four and usc's a top 21 team yeah and they beat kentucky by fort myers by 11 yeah so yeah i don't know man that's that's pretty impressive i mean i don't think there's any question they had an off night but i think they were i mean it was like they were outclassed yeah how many timeouts were called throughout this game where it was like you could tell the fgcu coach was just like no answers because they'd call a timeout and then i would come right back out and go on an eight nothing run or something like that like there were no answers Mm -hmm. and so many i mean iowa had 24 turnovers but during the, the major runs in this game, some of those turnovers came late. During the big runs for Iowa in this game, it just seemed like Florida Gulf Coast, every time they'd have maybe an opportunity to put together a four or five point spurt, they'd get an illegal screen or a turnover themselves. And uh, you just can't win when you're trying to get, first of all, you got to get stops, right? And it's hard to out rebound your opponent when, you know, your opponent's shooting that well. So it obviously starts with on ball defending and off ball defending, but, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's pretty impressive what this team did. I just can't imagine this team coming out tomorrow and struggling again offensively, even though it's the same Kansas State team. And maybe I'm reading way too far into a couple of wins against mid majors. No, but it's also you know you gotta get a very comfortable feel for the uh, shooting backdrop, the arena. You feel very comfortable. You're on a roll. You know things like that. I I can see why you would have the confidence, and I don't think I disagree with you. But I think I have a stumper of a question for you. Which okay. basketball coach's rule do you feel is more dumb? Fran's two foul rule 
or Lisa's rule that all the starters should start the fourth quarter? That one. Okay. That one makes no sense. That one makes no sense. Fran McCaffrey. Well, least, rule you can actually defend. Absolutely. Do I agree with it all the time? No, but I, I'm in no position to say, Fran, you're wrong. Like, I know some people want to say that you shouldn't be doing that. Like, well, okay, sure. That's your opinion and that's fine. But can you really tell me, Tony, that it's defendable to put your starters back in a game where you're up 40 plus and you have a generational athlete who's one knee injury away from just there's risk in everything. I just I don't buy that. But anyways, I honestly don't even think they should play the second in the second half. That's fair. What was the score at halftime? It was. It wasn't even. It was like a thirty or forty point game. It wasn't even. You could tell. Fifty. No, listen to this. Fifty-five to nineteen at halftime. Yeah, you could defend not even playing in the second. They didn't even need to play in the second half. There's zero (laughs) reason. Fifty-five to nineteen at halftime. Oh my goodness. There's zero reason for that. You could have. You could have. You could have defended that more than starting them in the fourth quarter, not playing in the second half. Go ahead. You can play like you can't just. They don't have enough players to just. Well, first of all, do they have walk-ons? Like, who are the walk-ons? I don't think they have anybody. But okay, they could have. They could have made it through. I mean, you could have sat like the, the, you know, um, Kate Martin, Gabby Marshall, and Caitlin Clark. I, I guess I'm just maybe not. Forgive my stupidity on this, and I'm supposed to be some authority. Somebody please please explain to me why there are no walk-ons listed on the roster because that does complicate things a little bit because you can't play you know these younger players for the entirety of the second half. But I certainly don't think Caitlin Clark. I just don't know why in the world she would set foot on the court. Like if your if your backups are going through a spurt where they're struggling, your freshmen are struggling. Okay, fine. Uh, put Kate Martin back in the game to kind of hold down the fort, or Molly Davis, or even a Gabby Marshall. Why risk Caitlin Clark's? I don't care if the if it ends up being a twenty point win, they totally collapse. You're at forty and it ends up being a twenty point win. You won by twenty. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Anyways, no, that's true. Um, d- you listened obviously to the flow hoops. It was very clever of them to uh, sneak in. Oh, you know, when everybody's paying for a subscription, sometimes people just to forget to cancel their subscriptions and everything's going subscription based and blah, blah. like they, they had like a little 30 second blurb where the guy was talking about how, you know, more and more of these games are on subscription based services while they're broadcasting a game on a subscription based service and talking about how sometimes we forget to cancel our subscriptions in our bank account and stuff like that. And I just thought it's it was, funny. I, I must have really tuned that out because <laughs> it was like middle of the third when the game was just cruise control. I well, want to say it was like not, middle of the third quarter. So. Let's not over hype these subscription services that are currently in place. Like BTN Plus is putting games on between Iowa and you know IUPUI and you know Iowa and Norfolk State. Like they're not putting big games on now. Flow Hoops is going to get a big game tomorrow with Iowa and Kansas State. They got a big game today with Kansas and UConn. I think UConn, who do they play tomorrow? Do they play like uh, LSU? Do they play UConn and LSU don't play tomorrow, do they? No. LSU's in some different term. I, I have another comment about them, but I guess we can segue to that one. Um, well, just real quick, let me finish. Because the, the bottom line is, the reason I bring that up is, with the exception being Peacock, they're not – what other – Streaming services are games exclusively on. There are still games on ESPN, BTN, Fox, NBC, 
And yeah, maybe eventually we get there. But flow, flow hoops. Is there another thing out there like flow hoops right now? No, not. I'm not a, they no, have a. They have a. I think they have a um, exclusive partnership with the Colonial Athletic CAA, the Colonial yes. Athletic Association. Right. So when I know at one time you could actually use the CAA website to get a heavily discounted uh, Flow Hoops uh, subscription, but they know, of course, that's not up during this preseason. But I would bet in a week or two that heavy discounts. Just, <laughs> heavy discounts. Just, well, I mean, I think it was like twelve ninety nine. That's a pretty big dis. I mean, that's fifty percent off. Like you could have got it for twelve ninety nine last year with the CAA package. Versus yeah. the thirty bucks, twelve ninety nine is pretty decent discount. Um, we were saying the segue to LSU. Did you see um, Miss Reese is still not playing? Oh, well, I, I watched a little bit of their game. Was it earlier today? Because they were on yeah, flow groups, uh, and Virginia. I didn't see her out there. I saw yeah. Anissa Morrill play, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see Reese. And I honestly, I've heard a couple of quotes from Kim Mulkey, and I just had to shut it off. I can't stand listening to her. I just can't stand listening to her. She um, posted a TikTok video, Miss Angel Reese did, and it was in a pink robe, a bathrobe in her like dorm room where she uh, voiceovered Deion Sanders' speech talking about, I don't care what you think about me or blah, 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 blah. It was like, holy cow, you're not this big time at all. She's in a bathrobe? Yeah, she's like in a pink bathrobe or something like that. And then she's got like a neon sign that says like, Bayou Barbie. And it's definitely her dorm room or her apartment. It's on TikTok. Like you could easily Google it and find it out there and stuff like that. It's it's not a good look at all. <laughs> it's not. Well, frankly, um, what we're seeing, maybe, I don't know exactly all the details of what's happening with LSU, but what we're seeing right now as it relates to turmoil and perhaps some problems between the head coach and between Angel Reese and maybe some grades, you, could that could you potentially say, hey, this is the problem with the current NIL situation with some athletes and some situations? I'm not saying that it's just the money that she's making, but I've seen multiple how many times have I seen, have you seen on Twitter or on social media on three, their valuations and they've got Angel Reese like exponentially higher than Caitlin Clark. So I'm guessing they're not far off. I'm guessing there's money coming in from different places. It's a lot of money for I someone think, who has maybe struggled to stay focused on academics and stuff anyways. I don't know. That's just me guessing. The, the way I understand it is Caitlin Clark's valuation on on three is laughable compared to what it is in real life. They do not have an accurate uh, representation. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they don't. Um, yeah. the, the thing that I, to plug the swarm real quick, is the swarm, you don't get paid until you actually do something community service-wise. It's not, here's a McDonald's bag of cash like they do in the South or other conferences for a while now. Now, and, real quick, just, just to be clear, I understand what you're saying. The swarm and these collectors are set up a little bit different than... Some are, yep. How well, how some are, but also how just private deals work. Like Caitlin Clark can cut a deal for State Farm, can cut a commercial for State Farm, and she's entitled to money. And that's all she's got to yes. do. So I'm sure Angel Reese has cut commercials for different companies and has gotten paid. And that's kind of how that works when you're a celebrity. 
you know, it's not like every NIL deal is fundraising and going out and signing That's, autographs and different things, but I get what you're saying. Is, but I, I, I'm pretty sure most of these other schools do not have it set up the same way as Iowa were. You could be right. Even, yeah. even the guys like, you mean, for example, whatever Caden Proctor's deal was, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't set up the same way that the Swarm deal was. Well, I can tell you this. Um, I found this out not too long ago, within the last couple of weeks. I, I didn't know. Maybe this was out there, and I just didn't know. According to a pretty darn good source um, within the Iowa State program, not every scholarship player at Iowa State gets paid from their collective. That does not shock me. From the We Will Collective, or whatever that does, that's called. That does not shock me seeing how they approach fundraising and stuff like that. We'll just go with that. <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're scraping pennies, it sounds like. And By the way, the, the, before you go on with your next point, I, I need to do I, I need to put a, yep, a plug in for our player of the game. Taylor McCabe this evening, with 14 minutes of floor time as Tony cracks open another one. 14 minutes of uh, floor time, 18.6 of seven shooting. And I think she would have made more than six had she shot a couple more down the stretch. Uh, there's a reason we could see this evening why uh, she was Miss Nebraska coming out of high school. And uh, I think she set the record for all time three-point makes in Nebraska in high school history, I think. So RTI Threads player of the game, Taylor McCabe. But maybe we need to give our friends over at RTI Threads a call and have them set up a deal with Taylor because they're just just down the – she's from Nebraska, she not far They're from. in Sioux City, you said. That's what they're in Sioux City, yeah. Okay. And do they have like a, um, a brick-and-mortar store, an actual brick-and-mortar store? Great question. That, that I don't know. Okay. I'll have to, I don't, I, well, I don't think so. Not a store per se, um, where you can go in and browse selection. I think everything, that's a good question. I need to, I need to follow up on that. Cause I wouldn't make, I mean, the, it's, it's an easy trip for me to get down to Sioux city. It's how far is Sioux city from Sioux Falls? Hour, hour 15. The nice thing about the nice thing about South Dakota is our interstate. You can go 80. Yeah. Duh. So you not can just South Dakota, basically any of the States out West, right? Yeah. Yeah, Montana fine. used to be no, uh, no states, and then didn't um, you know people are saying Reese's with uh, Reebok. Didn't uh, Caleb Johnson, the football player, have like a big deal with Powerade before the year too? He he still does. In fact, after he knocked off that big run last week against who was at Illinois, mm-hmm. I saw there was a uh, social media post from from him um, about. Whatever it During was, Powerade or whatever. Yeah, we get Powerade running on the field, whatever. Something like that. So, will we see you tomorrow night? I'm guessing. I'm assuming. That's the plan. I got an engagement. Uh, I'll be I'll be out of town for part of the day, but that is the plan. It may be a delayed post game, but I, I yeah, I'll be here for sure. Uh, too big of a game not to. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, revenge. Obviously, I don't even know. Do they? You'd think they'd put like women's basketball lines out. I don't even know if they've uh, came out with one for that game. You well, think ESPN, they're pretty? ESPN's probably got one because they have what they are, their own. No, I don't see one on ESPN. I don't even see women's basketball lines on ESPN. I don't know. Let me look. I see no odds here. I don't see any odds for any of these games. And I, I'm not know, able. It's okay. five sixteen. Today, I'll be Sunday. See how Florida Gulf Coast plays tomorrow against North Carolina. If Florida Gulf Coast comes out and beats North Carolina tomorrow, that game is an early game, 4 p.m. Central Time. 
that will be impressive. Did you notice one other side note? Did you notice that the announcer tonight said the championship game tomorrow would be at nine thirty? There's no way even with time zones. Like their website, their website says seven thirty Eastern. It's six thirty. Is six thirty Central? 630, same as our. Yeah, yeah. If we would have kept, it's it's the same time every. I just uh, someone said check Fanduel. I was just checking DraftKings. That's what I was scrolling through on my phone. And DraftKings. There might not be yet. I mean, this game just went live. We didn't even know what the matchup was. But I mean, there. It's an NFL Sunday. You're just finishing college football. They lag behind in the basketball lines. Yeah. Very early in the season. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I did get my $15 worth since I got uh, screwed out of the free show yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you I bought it, Tony. So I know. I, know. I, you, I obviously you tell you, you, you did. Did they charge you 32 something instead of just 30 Yeah, whatever tax is or whatever. Like that, of course. <laughs> 32 not $30, it's 32 So, anyways. Um. Okay, Tony. Anything else, oh. sir? Yeah, no, no, no. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. Uh, I'll let you get to other callers, and we'll hopefully uh, see you tomorrow and throughout the rest of the season. Are you going to do like a hangout show probably for the football championship? Most likely at least at least one, maybe two, and then we'll also have at least one podcast. It's going to be a busy, busy week. That's why I said to James, I'm really glad there's not men's and women's basketball games. Like there's the one men's game, I believe. When, did I have that right when I said Wednesday? That sounds about right against North Florida or something like that. Yeah, so the that men play, I just want to confirm that, the 29th. Uh, yes, Wednesday, November 29th, 8 yeah. p.m. on BTN. So, of course, be here for that. But um, Yeah, and there's nothing really. I mean, then they got the Purdue game the following Monday after the Big Ten Championship. So, yeah, okay. Sounds good. I think that's all I got. So, yeah, have fun. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good, Tony. Enjoy your evening. Yep, thank you. Thank you, sir. Angela, yes, RTI Threads, North Sioux City, basically Dakota Dunes, virtually across the bridge from Sioux City. So, technically, all right, I'm not a native of the of Western Iowa, so I, I always get this wrong. My wife and I, uh, on our way out of town, um, see, yeah, I'm trying to think. We went through Sioux City, and I'll admit openly here, it's the only time that I've ever gotten a red light, not a red light ticket. I've got a speed cam ticket from the good folks over at uh, Sioux City. It was late at night, was tired, really tired from the wedding. And uh, apparently I was speeding. The whole town was like one big construction zone. So anyways, but yes, there's a difference between North Sioux City and Dakota Dunes, Sioux City. Gotcha. Thank you for clearing that up, Angela. Appreciate that. Um, Let's go to, um, before we get to multi-sport Mike and Kai-O Hawaii, again, our RTI Threads player of the game this evening is Taylor McCabe with 18 points in just 14 minutes, six of seven from the field. And um, appreciate RTI Threads making our player of the game possible all year long. I, I love this uh, facet of the show, something we haven't done until this year with football, men's and women's basketball. They're sponsoring our player of the game each and every night and happy to give Taylor this award. I think she's going to have more in her future. Very young, very talented, sharp shooter. And she was tremendous tonight. Made some contested threes. Um, she is uh, maybe not the three-point shooter that Caitlin Clark is yet, but she's more of a pure shooter. And um, 
just to kind of rattle off some other numbers here, Sharon Goodman had eight points on three of three shooting along with five boards. Molly Davis, seven points, five rebounds, six assists. She's a stat sheet stuffer this evening, three or four from the field. Caitlin Clark played 26 minutes, seven of 14 from the field with six assists, six rebounds. Gabby Marshall made four threes. Kate Martin had 11 points, five rebounds, six assists. Um, Let's see, Addison O'Grady had four points, four rebounds uh, on two of three shooting. Sydney Falter, 12 points, four boards on four of four shooting. She was three of three from behind the three-point arc. Kylie Fierbach, seven points, three rebounds and assist on two of five shooting. And then A.J. Ettinger, Jada Jimphy, and Kenise Johnson, ETN, all logged minutes. Uh, no points for those three, but they all did play. Um, and uh, getting those young players an opportunity to play in that fourth quarter. I wish I'd get a little bit more time. I think in a game where you're up by 40, basically at halftime, uh, people like Jada and AJ should be getting more than seven and nine minutes respectively. But that's my opinion, especially in a tournament setting. But I guess I can't complain, right? You win by 40 and get out of Dodge. Uh, hopefully Hannah Stolke's injury from yesterday is not serious. Uh, multi-sport Mike, Corey, what do you think about the Michigan touchdown that was stripped? Horrible call. Woman looked good tonight. Women looked good. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. Uh, women looked good tonight. Great job spreading the wealth. Um, women did look great tonight. I'll be quite honest with you, Mike. Excuse me. I missed the first half of the uh, Michigan game. Had to uh, text good friend uh, Mark Rogers to kind of get caught up. And I did hear about the call, but I've not actually seen it yet. So uh, obviously I'll go back and watch that first half prior to pregame coverage for Iowa, Michigan this pick next week. But man, there've been a lot of questionable calls in college football. You know, I just think about some, some teams close to our situation. Iowa of course has been affected. Iowa state against Kansas had a terrible call where Jalen Knoll was said to have stepped out of bounds. He clearly did not on the replay. Um, and then there have been some of these calls that have, have just been, uh, questionable at best. And there were a lot of reviews in that Ohio state Michigan game and a lot of close calls. I did see the fumble by uh, Julian Fleming, probably in real speed. I would have called it incomplete. They called it complete and said there was no conclusive evidence to overturn probably the right call by review, but uh, I will go back and watch that. Mike appreciate your comment and uh, Kai O'Hawaii. Since K-State, Kate and Gabby have been getting it done. If you recall that night, they had two between them. Kate's been on fire. Gabby's held her own. Tomorrow is revenge. Go Hawks. Um, Yeah, she's been, um, Kate's been better. And and so is Gabby. Uh, Gabby, I will say yesterday, I believe, was one of three. Am I right in saying that? One of three after yesterday, I think. So in general, um, I have that right. No, I believe she was. Let me look at the official box score. So against Drake, uh, Gabby was 0 for 3. So you're right. In large part, you're right, um, Kaya Hawaii. Uh, she did have nothing against Drake, but has played better down here in Florida. And uh, example of that today with her four threes and 12 points. All right, folks, uh, if you want to join, um, give us a call. 515-635-1601. Let's go back to our Iowa Smokehouse call in line. Thank you for calling Iowa Post game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's in the line? All right, folks, uh, if you want to join, give us a call. 515-635-1601. Let's go back to our Iowa Smokehouse call in line. Thank you for calling Iowa Post game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. 
Hello. 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 You're on the air. Oh, I'm on the air. You are oh, on I'm the sorry. air. Did you Did you mean to be on the air? Hey. Yeah. Aloha. Hey, aloha. So, um, I just wanted to chime in on two things. Okay. Uh, regarding Kim Kim Mulkey, I agree. I mean, I used to think she was cool. I mean, last year she, you know, she sent flowers to to uh, Caitlin, but since since this Angel Reese thing, she's I don't I, I don't understand the silence once it's come clean and tells what's going on. But uh, I wanted to chime in about coaches playing their starters in the fourth quarter. I mean, they're in a tournament. They're playing a championship game tomorrow, and you got to keep that short sharp. You have to. And I'm 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 almost a hundred percent certain. She said, "Go in there, we'll do your motions. Don't try to be superstars. Just get it done, and we'll just stay sharp. Just stay sharp. I, that's that's it. I, but I agree with you. You don't you don't want to risk. You don't want to risk. But they're they're in it for the long haul too. I mean, they got a whole season ahead of them, and, and they got to get these their their conditioning in as well. It's early in the year, and you know I I think they showed signs of fatigue early on. It's not there as much now, but um, anyway. Yeah, I love I your mean, voice, brother. It's good to hear. Take care. I'll well, take, uh, your response off the air, okay? Appreciate you calling, in, sir. Yeah, and I don't disagree. That's probably what Lisa said. And I just don't agree with being so rigid, especially a day after what happened with Hannah Stolke. Um, To me, um, I, I just think, uh, you know, in a situation like that, you know, what are we – how are you staying sharp playing your girls for three minutes, start of the fourth quarter? Um, you know, you can tell a player to play it cool and and – you know, don't play hard, but do you really want to tell your players not to play hard? And if they're not playing hard, like, yeah, it's, it's, it could be very easy to, to become injured um, because you're not playing hard. Like it's actually, I don't know if, if people who have played sports, even at an amateur level know this sometimes, like sometimes you can get worse injuries playing flag football than playing tackle football. Like that's just legitimate. I mean, I, I'm telling you that from personal experience. So I don't know. I, I'm not trying to rip on anybody, but uh, I would just think that what happened yesterday with Hannah Stolke might have been a wake-up call that there's no reason to play your best players when you're up 40, but I digress. Let's go back to our Iowa Smokehouse. Call in line. Thank you for calling Iowa Post Game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? Yeah, this is uh, Bob from Des Moines. Hey, Bob. Uh, I was just kind of tell you that that flow – I got it. I subscribed for for the year because I'm a big racing fan, oh. and they got all the grassroots racing on from all over the country. Okay, and I and think that's mainly what their money stream is. And they do a lot with wrestling, I believe, as well. Um, so yeah, if you if you buy for the year uh, for racing, you also get basketball. Yeah, you get everything. Okay, okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I thought the women looked good tonight. I don't they think sure they did. had much competition down there yet, but well, um, we'll, it did, we'll did, see tomorrow. Yeah, it didn't appear so. Uh, like I said earlier, Bob, that Florida Gulf Coast team beat Kentucky here a week or two ago and uh, really challenged USC. We'll see what they do tomorrow against North Carolina, but uh, 
Iowa did not make that team look very good tonight. You're right about that. And as far as the football game Saturday, I don't think it made any difference who won today. I don't think they got much of a chance against any of them. I'll root for them and hope they do. But yep. a lot of fans are going to agree with that. And um, I, I happen to agree with you to a large extent. Um, two years ago when Iowa played Michigan, I kind of had a gut feeling that they'd compete and they came out and did not whatsoever. Lost by 39. I have even less confidence this year. But as you mentioned, Bob, uh, they de- they have deserved, they've earned the right to play in this game. And so the game needs to be played. Yeah, and hey, stranger things have happened. I can't think of any, but I'm sure you're right. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I wanted. I was just uh, listening to you guys and talking about flow and stuff, and I think they just picked the basketball and, and stuff up here about a year ago. But they've been around for a while. They have been around for a while. I think they were doing basketball several years back, but they haven't really. They've expanded the coverage. I think our, our earlier caller mentioned they have a partnership with the Colonial Athletic Conference, and so I don't know what their future is. Maybe they'll hang around and be prominent in a few years. I think it's kind of an odd name for a uh, a sports site, but you know, I guess people probably said the same thing about ESPN back in the day, right? Yeah. Uh, are you a racing fan at all? I once got my picture with Rusty Wallace. Hey. <laughs> other than maybe that, you've heard, uh, other maybe than you've that, heard of really. Kyle Larson. I know who Kyle Larson is. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not a uh, – the one of the uh, – so back when I used to work FM AM radio, uh, Bob, we, we, you know, we carried all the, the NASCAR games – or NASCAR games. See, that's why I'm calling them games. NASCAR races on Sundays. And uh, so, I mean, I knew a little bit about it because of our audience then, but I've never really been into – to racing, I kind of, you know, I was a John Force guy when I was younger. I liked watching drag car and funny car and whatnot, but not really a yeah. NASCAR guy. Well, uh, Larson and his brother-in-law, his name's Brad Sweet. He's like the five-time World of Outlaw champion. That's the best of the sprint car drivers that tour the country. They went together and started a racing series, and it's going to be on Flow. Okay, very cool. Yeah, those are the types so, of concepts that if you're a, a company like Flow Hoops, uh, if you can partner with some big names and, and um, you know, maybe you're taking a chance on some people, but it's got an opportunity to, to sell big. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I won't take no more of your time. Go Hawks, and I hope they do well tomorrow. Sounds good, Bob. Thanks for the call, sir. All right, thank you. Okay, uh, Casey says the opening line for the Big Ten Championship game next week is uh, 21 and a half. 21 and a half. How about that? Mentioned our RTI Threads player of the game, Taylor McCabe. Do want to take another moment to thank our sponsor, Iowa Smokehouse, and uh, their awesome snacks. Uh, I've been talking about them a lot. I've got some meat sticks still in the uh, fridge. I've got some, uh, let's see, steak bites left. And I've got my bacon ketchup and my barbecue sauce. Otherwise, I'm going to have to get refilled here very soon. And um, you can do that by visiting iowasmokehouse.com and uh, use the code Hawkeyes at that website for 15% off your total order. Tasting is believing with all their great products. And uh, be careful. Eat in moderation. Drink in moderation, as we always say. 
but uh, certainly experience how tasting is believing with our friends, Iowa Smokehouse. All right, let's go back to our phone line, back to our Iowa Smokehouse call in line. Thank you for joining <laughs> Iowa Post game here from the Hawkeye of the Storm. Who's on the line? Hey, Corey, this is Zach. How's it going? Good. How are you, Zach? Good. Um, unlike you, I did not purchase Flow Hoops. <laughs> okay. That's understandable. I Frankly, can, so, I ask you, can, can I tell you something quite honestly, Zach? If I wasn't doing this show, I may not have either. But I'll say this. I would be really bummed out that I can't watch that game tomorrow night. Yeah, it, I think it's going to I think it's going to be a, a good one. Um, well, it's just but, a great, great storyline, right? Great storyline. Yeah. And two teams that are playing red hot basketball right now and played each other. And a huge upset game what a week and a half ago, so uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and I know I put a uh, answer in the chat with with your question about walk ons. I think there is also a might be a roster limitation for women's basketball. Um, at least I think there used to be. Why would there be a roster um, limitation the, where you can't have walk ons? I think I I think there used to be something involved with how many scholarships you could give out. I think the last time I remember Iowa having a non-scholarship player maybe was mid to late 2000s where I think at the time Iowa only had like six healthy players and Lisa actually had to have open tryouts during the middle of the year to actually get bodies on the court. I'm counting the numbers um, here, 9, 10, 11, 12... Why am I counting? So they have 14 players on scholarship? That can't be right. Um, that's including Ava Jones, who is on scholarship. So uh, right. what am I missing here? Is it 14 for the women and 13 for the men? Uh, I thought they were equal. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look at that again after. Maybe I'm counting wrong here on the air. But uh, <laughs> all these people, I mean, A.J. Ediger is on scholarship, right? Um, yep. Yep. Obviously, Jade is on scholarship. I mean, all these ladies are on scholarship. So, I, I just I don't know why there'd be roster limitations when the men can have walk-ons. I I just don't get that. But I don't know. To me, this the, you know the time when you need walk-ons is nights like tonight where you just need to get players out there and get the game over with. Yeah, and I mean, I listened. I listened on the Iowa Radio Link on YouTube, and it sounded to me, and maybe you can. You know, maybe you might differ from this. I think it sounded at the end of the third quarter, at least like the last three minutes, was just turnover city for Iowa. Yeah, they they, um, they piled some turnovers on there with the reserves, but that's you know that's some of the trial by fire and and learning, yeah. you know, head for head first against a good team. I mean, that's for those for those yeah. players to be able to go up against Florida Gulf Coast. That's a great experience. And I tell you what, what Taylor McCabe did, albeit in garbage time, could really pay this team big dividends down the stretch. Yeah, and I mean, with her being, yeah, she is what Melissa Dixon was for Iowa back in 2014-15. She's just, she's a, she's brought in for one reason, shooting. Yep. And, uh, and you make if six she can go off, seven attempts, you're going to be pretty happy. Yeah, because that, that was what Melissa Dixon was. She was a shooter that when she was on, I mean, I think her senior year at Drake, she hit 10 threes in a game. Multiple times, I think she hit seven in a game that year as well. She had the shot that that Taylor does to where it looks like it's going in every single time. By the way, William Neary in our chat says, 15 women's scholarships, 13 for men, according to Google. So that's something I did not know. Okay. And uh, Copper Stacker <clears throat> says, uh, 
that Zion Sanders was a walk-on a few years ago before earning a scholarship midway through her career. She was the last. They just have too many players this year. So apparently, since they're allowed... I forgot about Zion Sanders. Yeah, apparently since they're allowed more scholarships, they have a smaller roster limit because the men have 13 players on scholarship, but they also, I'm trying to think of how many players they have on their roster. The men have... Uh, well, they have the Kings. They have at least two or three walk-ons, don't they? Laquetta. Yeah, Laquetta. Uh, they have the Hutchinson kid. They've got mm. Kingsbury, and they've got uh, Javon Carter. Yeah. So that's four. <clears throat> I mean, that's – I don't know. I'll have to look into this further because that's very odd to me. <clears throat> yeah, it's – it is, but whatever. <laughs> yep. Um, and like you said, yeah, FGCU, they're – they're a really good team. It seems like, and I think they pointed out on the Flow Hoops broadcast last night, they're a team that seems to live by the three and die by the three. Well, they were dying and tonight. They kind of died by the three tonight. <laughs> they did. They were uh, for the game. Uh, FGCU um, was well. I'm looking at the wrong stats here. They were uh, seven to thirty-one. So you know, seven threes in a normal night wouldn't be terrible, but for a team that's dependent on it, not great. Obviously, shot twenty-three percent. That's not great, and giving up. You know, twenty threes to Iowa is really bad. Yeah, for an and Iowa if they team, were for, again for, for an Iowa team that has not consistently shot the three ball yet this year. <laughs> yeah, and and again, unless unless Flow Hoops was wrong, they said too last night that that Florida Gulf Coast as a team was going to run up and down. If Hannah was not close to being hundred percent healthy, that's not a game you'd want her in either. Well, well, yeah, but um, I mean, just sure. to have her running up and She's down, not healthy. No. She's not healthy, absolutely not. But that's the problem with playing her when they didn't need to play her, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I did. Yes, and and I I do agree with the caller, the caller two before that. You know, Lisa does have that reputation of that first couple minutes, even in a blowout, where she just wants to get. I think she wants to get that rhythm back for a couple minutes and say, "You're good. Have a nice game." I get your point too. All it takes is one slip, yeah. I mean, what, or one opponent what, what, with with bad intentions. So I'm just curious. Explain what you just said to me. What's the point? What what rhythm are you trying to reachieve beginning of the fourth quarter by putting the scholarship or the starters back in the game? I think just getting them back into the flow of the game for a minute or two, Ooh. just making sure that they're not just. I know, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, who cares if they're in the flow? They're not coming um, back in the <clears> game. You're up by forty. Anyways, yep. But yeah, that's in. If this were Big Ten tournament time, I don't see Lisa doing that. Okay, I hope you're. I hope you're right, because I. But that's my. I. I uh, think if this were Big Ten tournament time. Well, but that doesn't make it any. This would be. Like, that doesn't it make would it be any, best mob the rest of the game. That doesn't make it any more defendable because the whole point of taking them out in a blowout is because you're going to have limited opportunity to save health and save energy and availability later on in the year because you're probably not going to have big 10 games where it's a 40 point margin they might have i mean i can see like last year was penn state and rutgers i can see those being those kind of blowout games again but yeah, most of the Big Ten's going to be probably knocked down, drag out till the end of the game because the Big Ten, yep. the Big Ten's a hard conference. No matter who you're playing, um, you know there are a couple of very weak teams at the bottom, 
Um, and I do agree with you still on, I still don't know what's going on with Addison. I, I wish, I, I wish you could find confidence. Hopefully tomorrow night playing against Ioka Lee again, because both her and Goodman held their own against her last time. Well, they need to play better than they did last time, but uh, they're, gonna, they're definitely going to need both players, yeah. especially if Stokey's out. Yeah, and I, I think I knew there was a rumor that there was some sort of a flu bug or something going through the team against Kansas State. Not an excuse to lose, but being at that game as well, Kaitlin just did not look – she did not look healthy, period. It's funny, uh, real quick, I just want to say this comment on uh, the chat lisa brings up the isu ksu game it's now 35 35 start of the fourth iowa state just scored a touchdown abu sama i commented on twitter here a few weeks ago that as a an unpopular take to my followers isu has the best running back in the state of iowa and his name is abu sama i stand by that he's got 13 carries for 273 yards holy crap wow (laughs) wow so, anyways, anything else, uh, Zach? Uh, nope, not tonight. So, hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll be probably listed on YouTube radio again tomorrow night. Hopefully, they can pull out the three wins in three days and then rest up for the Bowling Green game next Saturday. I think they might. I think originally that game was set for uh, in the afternoon or nighttime. I know it's now twelve thirty. I'm assuming not to uh, schedule conflict. Yep. <laughs> I saw that as well. Okay, well, have a nice evening there, Corey. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll be seeing another Iowa victory tomorrow. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate the call. All right. Um, before we get to our final caller okay, of the well, night, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, uh, Brad Van Meter and his team down at State Farm. If you haven't given him a call yet, give him a call or visit his website. Let's get this comment out of the way so we can give... Uh, Give Brad his due, uh, and he tells me that uh, auto insurance uh, quotes have never been as low as they are right now, and in this world of inflation and higher prices on everything, any place we can save money, do so, and you'll get great service from a great guy and Brad Van Meter and his team, saving people lots of money. They spend countless hours taking care of their customers and meeting their uh, clients' needs annually, uh, even meeting with those clients to review coverages regularly and make any needed changes. Visit him online at bradbandmeter.com or call him at 515-256-6480 for a free quote today. All right. Uh, also want to thank uh, RTI Threads. I mentioned them at the outset. And again, if you don't have your CD3 laces up gear, get it now. This guy's going to be a, gonna be a star. I really believe that he's going to be a star in the NFL. I don't know who he's going to play for, but I cannot imagine Cooper DeGene not being a star in the NFL. Uh, look what Jack Campbell and Sam Laporta have done. And this kid is one of the greatest players I've ever seen play. Visit cd3lacesup.com. And it is, it's got the Cooper DeGene signature as well and a wide variety. They even have some, uh, it wasn't a fair catch apparel. You can also check out Aaron Graves, Carson Shire, Aiden Hall, Zach Lutmer, those guys, merch lines, apparel lines, rtithreads.com. Browse all of RTI Threads products and uh, do so today. Get your orders in before a big Cyber Monday for this Western Iowa company, rtithreads.com. Let's go to our final caller of the night. Thank you for calling our Iowa Smokehouse. Call in line. Who's on the line? Lomansky, Corey. Lomansky, how you doing, sir? 
the sacrifices you make for your podcast are immeasurable. Really? Well, I'm, I'm missing you the Iowa you only, you only have 11 minutes to watch the rest of the Cyclone game. <laughs> well, now that you're on the phone, I'm only going to have like five minutes to watch the Cyclone game. <laughs> well, say that I can get the hell out of here in a no, hurry so you can enjoy your Saturday night I, football. I'm just giving you a hard time, Lomansky. You know I'm joking. Well, I'd, I'd be the same way. I'd be serious about it. Hey, uh, I, I enjoy a good game in the snow. I hope it goes to overtime. What's really interesting, Kansas State has three times the time of possession and the time and the game is tied. The Cyclones have like four or five, the graphic I didn't totally catch, four or five plays over 60 yards. Do you remember playing playing football in the snow when you were younger? Uh, I've, I, I remember playing football on ice. I've never remember playing football in the snow. I love the idea of being at a game with snow. I remember going to the Iowa Purdue game in 15 when Iowa wrapped up the West division that year and the bleachers were filled with snow and there's a big snowstorm the night before, but I've never been at a game where it's actively snowing as much as you see down there in Manhattan. I think it's cool. So Matt Campbell's, he's got this park, you know, like you're out in the blizzard walking in Western United States, you know, and the, his hoodie isn't up. So it's been down and it's full of snow. It's hilarious. He's walking around and like he's collecting snow in the back of his hoodie. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, uh, I'd be mourning that as well if I was uh, Matt Campbell, because to have a, a game with that much snow in late November, I recall a comment that Don Patterson has made. I don't know if you remember this, Lemansky, but one of his final, I don't know if it was one of his final games at, at you and I or at uh, East uh, Western Illinois, but one of his biggest games was a playoff game against Colgate. And, uh, of course, Don Patterson in Western Illinois, one of that game moved indoors and Colgate said, no, we want to play outside. And it was a blizzard. And of course, Colgate won. And uh, it's hard to play in that those conditions. I mean, it is it, is, it changes the game. And I mean, Abu Sama's kept that team in this game. He's got a run for 71 yards for a touchdown and a run for 77 yards for a touchdown. They also have a pass completion to Jalen Knoll for 79 yards and a touchdown. Abu Sama also has a 60-yard run for a touchdown. So he's he's just breaking stuff off right now and, and looks like they're going to get the ball back again. Well, every Thanksgiving when there's more snow in Iowa back, back when you were a little kid, we used to drive from northeast Iowa up to the Twin Cities to visit our uncle and aunt, and we would play football in the snow because there would be snow in Minneapolis every Thanksgiving. And so you'd run or pass the ball. And when you try to, you know, tackle somebody or two hand touch, you go sliding by. And that's exactly what's going on. This, this running back for Iowa state, he just makes the cut and everybody goes sliding by. It's, it's almost like the circus. <laughs> well, I give him credit. He's, he's uh, by far the leading rusher in the game. So he's been the difference. I guess what I'm going to uh, lead into next and get off here to enjoy your night was that uh, we don't talk about it enough. We don't think about it enough, but uh, I'm going to share your disdain for Michigan. It's really grown this year. And part of it's the fan base. I've watched Steve Dace's show and his defense of, you know, Michigan against the world and, and downplaying, you know, what's going on at Michigan. And, of course, I go back by sitting at the 40-yard line when Har I was number one and Michigan was number two and Harbaugh was quarterbacking. So, you know, I don't dislike Harbaugh, but I don't uh, 
I enjoy he's quirky, but like you, I just, I want to beat them so bad that it's almost taking it too seriously uh, <laughs> next week. But I'm very, very proud of, look at, look at um, Barbie doll, embarrassing LSU. By you, Their Barbie. coach is a different cat. By you, Barbie. And Lisa Bluter, so, go ahead. By you, Barbie? By you, Barbie, would I say something wrong? You said Barbie doll. Yeah, but you did, yeah. <laughs> By you, Barbie, thank you. <laughs> And, you know, you watch what's going on there. And Caitlin has been so classy, classy after the championship game is how she reacts. Now, you get her between the lines on a basketball court. You know, she's a tough nut. Um, but she's class being interviewed. She represents your university. And one thing about this transfer portal, even bringing in, like, uh, bringing other players, that's why Kirk Ferrand, some people may view him as old fashioned and protective. I think, I think if we take a step back, we'll understand that culture and how culture can be disturbed. That's what's wrong with LSU right now. And, you know, Colorado's had problems bringing all these people in that has uh, maybe a lack of depth, but that hasn't worked like maybe some people thought. So we can really be proud of the Iowa program I've been following Dace and, and the pod, Michigan podcasters on your show. They piss me off. They just crossed the line. And I know I'm, I typed in something on Steve Dace's show about giving Michigan credit for Bump Elliott, who hired Tom Davis, hired Hayden Fry. And he just came at me like, you know, Bump was a jerk and Bump was this. So what's interesting, Steve Dace got on and talked what a great guy Bump Elliott is. And these Michigan people, there's something in the water up there in Flint, Michigan. They've been drinking too much because they're wacky, Corey. They're wacky. Who was saying the Bump was a jerk? A Michigan fan. Well, after I typed into Steve Dace's show, you know, and of course, he doesn't read everything. And of course, this guy types back in at me, you know, because he, he addresses it to Lomansky and says, oh, well, I... I was alive when Bump was around, and he was a jerk, and he was, you know, he didn't say cheater, but just, you know, you read well, Bump's obituary, it's quite, he's accomplished more, and he just ripped me, this fan, yeah. and of course, Steve Dace, a little while later, must have saw it. If, if, Harbaugh, if Harbaugh fans were to call someone else a cheater, that'd make them hypocrites, so they couldn't do that, and the, the same fans you're talking about, I'm certainly not stereotyping all Michigan fans, but some of those same fans that I know are watching the show you're talking about, frankly, have no idea what they're talking about, about anything. So, you know, don't feel so bad, Lemansky. They have no idea what they're talking about. I was, I think um, Mark Rogers, he's been on the air a lot, but he said if he was younger, he'd be, he'd have more vitriol as a podcaster. They take me off the air because stuff is so stupid well, sometimes Lansky, don't that I don't even know what do people you, do at home. Do you, were you? I don't know if you were watching my show two years ago when Iowa went to the Big Ten title game, but if you were not, go back and watch the post-game show for the 2021 Big Ten championship game. Go back and watch that because just go back and watch that if you want to know how some Michigan fans act because we're probably going to see some. I'm getting ready. I'm 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 gearing up. This is going to be an interesting week. I'm going to get lots of now. 
I'm not predicting Iowa to win this game, so it'll be a little bit less severe, but I'm also absolutely going to poke the bear. You know me. Oh, you and I were you and I were like uh, the Alamo the other night, typing stuff in on uh, Mark Rogers' show. I think it was like defending the Alamo that. against jerks. <laughs> well, I appreciate and then you got to you got to type it the right way. You know, it's hard to do that the right way and still make your point. Well, I appreciate you being there to to support the Kozlemanski. Yeah, and I don't want to name any Michigan. That's not classy, but I'm I'm very proud how. How Iowa fans, I remember Hayden Fry talking about, you know, what's the worst venue in the Big Ten? And, you know, he, he said, got two stories, and we missed the bedtime story the other night that uh, Erica brought up. But Hayden has two stories about visiting other programs, you know, when he, he came in and he was having success and he brought passing game into the Big Ten, which, which doesn't sit well with me because when Hayden came to the big 10, it was three yards in a cloud of dust at Ohio state, Michigan, Ohio state forgets that. But anyway, Hayden talked about Wisconsin. His wife drove over to watch the game, you know, cause you could drive from Iowa city to Madison and the Madison people saw the Iowa plate and tied her antenna. That's when antennas are on the out, outside of the cars. And they tied it in a clover leaf, just took the Iowa plate, saw the antenna and tied it in a knot, but it was Hayden Fry's wife. And he also talked about going to Indiana and he go through the tunnel in Indiana would throw things on the football team and they dump beer. And this coaching staff had to talk to their players about, you can't retaliate. You just have to like get the hell out of the, the tunnel and get on the field. But uh, anyway, we might as well get ready to defend ourselves come next week. But I'm really want to make that point that I'm really proud of Iowa fans and, and how we have a classy program and, you know, I wouldn't say it's Iowa nice, but it's Iowa class. Amen, brother. You have a good night. Talk Thanks, to you later. Manske. Appreciate it, sir. Appreciate Kelly giving us an update in the chat. Rocco Beck throws an 82-yard pass to Jalen Knoll for a touchdown. Cyclones lead the Wildcats on the road 42-35. Amazing. Uh, Michael says uh, those speed cams in uh, Sioux City are done. They're gone. Construction on I-29 is also done. Good information. Uh, Kelly says, uh, my friend and I are splitting the cost of Flow Hoops. We can watch it tomorrow. Keep in mind, I, I think I read in the fine print of Flow Hoops, you cannot be sharing passwords unless it's people in the same household connected to the same Wi-Fi network. So unless you're doing the whole, what do they call that? Uh, I'm not a tech guy. Um, I don't know. And let's just figure out a way to around that IP issue. Uh, the techie people in the chat know what I'm talking about then um, you're probably not going to be able to split unless you're just splitting the cost and watching it together. Don, uh, I women have one open scholarship this year resulting from one transfer, not being replaced. And of course uh, that was Shatea Wettering who transferred to you and I have fun tomorrow at uh, your friend's house, Kelly. And uh, we'll be in yeah, OS for Hawks VPN. You know, I always know what you're thinking, right? Thank you for that. OS for Hawks. Um, the Hawkeyes defeating Florida Gulf Coast 162 behind a strong performance from a number of players. If you missed my rundown of the uh, box score earlier, um, rewind the show, go back and, and listen to that. Uh, but Caitlin Clark led all scores once again. 21 points for Caitlin to go along with six rebounds, six assists. She did have six turnovers. You know, turnovers are going to happen at times. They want to cut down on those 24. A lot of those came late. And uh, we hope to get Hannah Stolke back tomorrow. We'll see. She did not dress 
this evening. The Hawkeyes and the Wildcats set to rematch. The rematch, we're going to call it. Number five versus number 16. Tomorrow night, approximately 6.30 p.m. Central time following uh, North Carolina and Florida Gulf Coast, which is the, uh, what, the third place game? Third place game tomorrow. So uh, on flowhoops.com exclusively. I don't believe it will be on their YouTube channel. You can certainly keep an eye on it, but my guess is it will be exclusively on Flow Hoops. And I'll be here for postgame coverage at some point tomorrow evening. Appreciate everybody being here. It's been a busy week. We'll cap it off uh, with a show tomorrow night. And uh, again, if you're interested in donating or sponsoring, all that information is in our description. Appreciate you all being here. Have a great night.